0: Welcome back to the Auto Amateur Podcast, this is James. It's another Friday and we're here to talk all about Porsches. I'm not flying solo again this week, I've got a special guest. He is from Australia, kinda via Scotland. He's a Scot living in Australia for the past 20 years and surprisingly enough he has not lost his accent one little bit, so... We're going to be having some fun listening to his awesome Edinburgh accent today. But his name is Alan Browning. He's on Instagram as flat6affair. I've been following him for a couple of years now and we just connected the dots between myself uh, and Andy at Last Rasp. And uh, Andy actually put me onto him and suggested he might be a good podcast uh, guest. And you know what? He was. So let's talk about him and his Instagram and his love of Porsches. And most of all, Just what an incredible photographer and artist he is. You should see some of his stuff on Instagram. It'll blow you away. Let's get into it. All right, all good. Well, Alan, thank you for uh, joining me on the Auto Amateur Podcast.
1: Pleasure, absolute
0: pleasure. So this is a pleasure for a couple of reasons. One, I think, because we've been introduced by a mutual friend, that Andy <laughs> Gaunt lad over at Last Rasp, and uh, and second, because you don't sound Australian. Where are you from?
1: I'm yeah, yeah. The accent is a. It's a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? Especially over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Scottish, Edinburgh, Edinburgh born and bred, but I have been out here uh, for about twenty years now, so I've almost lost the accent.
0: nope (laughs) not not even a little bit i mean do you say australian things and and you're like oh my goodness did i just say that
1: yeah Yeah, i do actually when i go home when i when we were allowed to go home um i I, everything was finishing and up and my mum my would correct me yeah. for a couple of days, everything was up. And then eventually we're a couple of days back home and I, and I slipped back into the the old Scottish sayings. But um, I do, I say the word mate, everyone says mate. And I don't say, the, sure. I don't say good day. No one says that, um, but there's a few Come things. Come on, that... <laughs> don't,
0: don't dispel that myth. You must have grown up with home and away and neighbours like I did.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, it did. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It did Charlene, Ho. remember Charlene? Of oh. course, Kylie. Hello. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I grew up with it. Never thought I'd actually be living in the city where it was, uh, where it was filmed. But uh, that's life for you, isn't it? And it's looking no, what, what, what what a place to live as well. It just really, it is a magic city. Yeah, magic people, magic city, and some of the best roads anywhere. Just, I, I'm just so we're so lucky. we We'll get onto that. But we're so blessed that, uh, especially in Melbourne yeah they're just a doorstep there's a playground out there as well so yeah well, I when didn't... i first
0: spoke to andy and we we did our first podcast i spent quite a lot of time asking him about neighbors and home <laughs> home and home and away related to dub. i listened to that but um, it
1: made me laugh as well in the car I <laughs> And I just have these visuals,
0: like whenever I go driving in the US, I'm looking out for deer and I'm looking out for raccoons. And whenever I think of him, I always just like giggle to myself thinking about kangaroos (laughs) and all of the stereotypical Australian stuff that you maybe expect to see on the
1: road. And he mentioned Uh, it the other
0: day. He was like, we have to look out for roos. It's like, come on, that just can't.
1: Really? Yeah, and they do some damage as well. You know, they're they're big animals. So absolutely. The, the, The worst one's the wombat, which is basically like a footstool with four little legs and and if you hit one of those <laughs> it will just destroy any car i think some of the little tanks go, oh they're yeah, little tanks yeah yeah that's it's really sad but yeah you've got to watch yeah it's not like hitting a rabbit in the uk it's, it's or a glancing yeah. blow this is major damage it will do <laughs>
0: so um you've been in australia for 20 years has your porsche passion started recently or is it does it go back before you even got to australia
1: James, yeah, it has actually. I, I've just had a thing about Porsches all my life, but it was the old midlife crisis. I, I, I hit fifty and decided, come on, now's the time. Um, which, and I, I went through a few other brands, BMW, a lot of Golfs, Ooh. GTIs. I was a hot hatch boy growing up. You know, I had. Okay, of I, had, oh, I had some terrible cars. I you live in the UK; and some shockers, but some pretty <laughs> good ones as well. And then I hit fifty and um, decided I would um, get on this Porsche bandwagon. And looking at a 997, I've I been following your channel for a number of years now, and you know you've had 996s and 997s. And I, I, I thought I was going to buy a 997. I've never really, never really been an air-cooled boy until now. I love yeah. them. Now I realise what all the fuss is about. So I think I was always looking at the the the, uh, the water-cooled plans to buy a Carrera S or something like that, maybe an early seven mm-hmm. or so. And mm-hmm. um, somehow I knew the 996 was there. and I always liked the 996, the look of it. I actually kind of liked the lights as well. And it's, it just stumbled one day, one popped up and super low mileage, everything wrong with the car, everything I didn't want in the car, it had in speed <laughs> you know, S- Savannah, it was silver, silver. And of course the big... Tiptronic, you know, wow. But yeah, it was a, it was basically a one-owner in a collection with twenty-eight thousand K's. So what's that, James? That's about sixteen thousand miles for a two thousand. Yeah, yeah. M- uh, sorry, nineteen ninety-nine, and it was pretty cheap. You know, the price of a Golf GTI of this beautifully unmolested um, nine ninety-six, and I, 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 I literally made the decision over. and I had it checked and and the chap it was up in brisbane which is further north on the east coast of Australia so i didn't even get to see it and the specialist who looked at it was very honest he said mate look he said if you don't buy it i'm buying it as simple as that he said i've seen <laughs> i've seen one this clean so that that pushed me yeah. over the edge so suddenly I was an owner of a 996 and I was a 996. Yeah, just with like, none of the is,
0: features that you wanted originally.
1: None of them, yeah, <laughs> absolutely none of them. And even the the son who sold it for the father, I felt terrible. But he says to me, "Um, you look after the car," he says, "and just keep it as it is because it's perfect." And I said, "Yeah, I'll keep it as it is." Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's completely changed. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he would approve of what I've done to it. But it, even when it when it pulled up, even you know, the first time I saw it on the back of a flatbed, I um. Oh my God! What have I done? <laughs> so bland. <laughs> I think I think it had 16-inch wheels or 17-inch wheels. It looked, yeah. It looked, but I realised there's there's the bones here to, to make something that reflects reflects me. And you might you you might understand this, Jim, coming from the UK. That my biggest the the Nurburgring Carrera Cup. It's a different style of out here. It's a different. I have a a different slant on how my car should should look or should feel. So I wanted to, okay. to tune it and make sure it handled, it sat right. Something that you could take to say the kind of car you'd maybe see on see on the ring doing laps. That sort of style. It's it's yeah. not all about the power. It's about how this thing goes around the corner. So I set about yeah turning this from we well, we'll call it the dentist car because it had all the dentist checklist, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the colour and the and yeah, so it's a, and that that that's and now flash forward four years, and yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's a completely different car, and, and she handles so, well.
0: That's great. And so, um, you know, now we can be best mates because you like modifying cars, you don't like keeping them stuck. No, you've
1: um, got, got to have t- a bit of fun.
0: Tell t- us all, right, exactly. Tell us all about what you've done then over the past few years with this, uh, Luke. 996.
1: I, I well, where did we start? Well, the first thing I did that was, and I think everyone does it, is the the IMS. I remember, um, I, actually, the car had sat for such a long time, and once a month it'd get started, and it probably sat for about four or five years. That in itself, I and mean, being low mileage, is a good thing, but a bad thing because all the plastics crack, the expansion tank, you know, which, yeah. and that was my first major shock to Porsche prices. You know, when seven hundred dollars yeah. for a plastic tank. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, so I had a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of work done um, around uh, the, the IMS. Where I decided, let's do the IMS. And I remember getting given the old IMS, and it was absolutely perfect. It was rock solid. And I just thought, <laughs> oh, well, There's three thousand dollars just that I've just thrown out the window <laughs> already. But At least you got just... peace of mind. Yes, you get that absolute peace of mind as well. So uh, I did the 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 the, the I did the, the, the things that you probably should do with an 0996, first of all. And then I went to my first cars and coffee, and I was so proud of this. <laughs> this, I, I pulled up, and I realized I am so out of my depth. You know, there's there's there was just these stunning rock star Porsches. And I'm pulling yeah. up this absolute – and I, I don't know. I just thought everyone would be swooning around this car, but nobody even looked at it. <laughs> if you could have parked <laughs> a Toyota a Corolla, no one would have looked at it. Yeah. That's when I realised, James, that I, I've got to do something here to, to lift the game. Yeah. And the funny thing is, these a number of these cool cars are in the my, our little crew that we've got over here. These guys have these are these, these are the owner of these cars, and I now chase these cars up the hill, which is mission accomplished, I think. So I don't, I don't ever catch them, but I kind of keep up with them which is pretty good. so I, I felt the same
0: the first the first time I ever went to a cars and coffee was in my my silver 996 that I bought about four or five years ago and um, the same thing I felt like you know pretty solid driving in there it was in good condition um, I felt like well I've got the hard top convertible you know I'm, yeah. I'm feeling pretty special no one gave a shit. Nobody <laughs> wanted to take a look at it. And, that, right. and I've got a GC3 next to me, and I've got an air cooled this next to me. And like, yeah. god, I'm gonna have to do something to up my game here because this is now. To be fair, I haven't pulled out all the stops, but I, you know, since that time, I thought I need to make my cars unique to me, special, a yes. little bit more special to me, and that's, that's where it's all
1: at. It is absolutely is. I, I like to think that I'm been at the stage now where, um, you know, my car kind of reflects. It reflects me, you know. It's and I'm, I'm yeah. even on the road. I've had I've had people send me a text or, or something on Instagram. Say I saw you driving in on the East Link, and I thought, well, that's that's pretty good. They know it's my car. They know, they know that. Uh... So, so what did I do? Oh, I think the first thing was the. Um, I think it was the suspension um, because it was pretty old, and I didn't go coilovers. Oh, really? I, I know I could have went the coilover route. Um, I actually went for Coney uh, shocks and I-back springs just just to lower it. I did put on a set of Lobster Claw 997 wheels. I went. I went My to favorite. a phase that I love those wheels. <sighs> Didn't quite work on a 996. They look good, but it's that period correct thing you know that it's yeah yeah it just it look the first year i thought the car looked amazing and then i started to learn it's it's not quite working right it's 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 just in in that community as well you you other people looks right but really you know you've got 997 wheels on a car that (laughs) shouldn't really have them
0: that's Uh, right that's right
1: so the wheels were changed over i've got a set of oz racing on now back to 18s um and with the suspension, it's just sitting. I've got it sitting pretty nicely, I think. Um, The exhaust, I've done the, uh, the exhaust was, I thought, I I, I did the mufflers first and then I thought, well, I'll do the cross flow pipe, the the cats, and just recently, I've just done the headers to, um, uh, the bigger headers, I don't know if they're GT3 um, spec, but they're much bigger, and it's now got this really nice metallic rasp, which just makes me giggle all the time. When it's the I, best. It is. It's the best. It is. It is. Yeah, suddenly I go from 54 to being 16 in a heartbeat. The window's <laughs> down. And, oh, my gosh. I'm supposed to be getting, uh, I'm supposed to be becoming more mature as I get older. And I'm, I think I'm going backwards with that car. Oh,
0: I'm definitely regressing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just listen to my podcast with Andy last week. I was just giving it away like a teenager, but you know for all of the mods that I've done on my cars um when I had the nine nine seven the Fister exhaust I put on that was the best uh,
1: yeah best bang for yeah. book,
0: buck. five hundred bucks, and it was
1: worth a million to me. It was uh, so good, such a good product uh, Andy has Fister on his nine six four it sounds epic. that's right it's it's really um. It's got a beautiful base to it as well. From any gear, you just, yeah, there. It's a magic product. That's I actually did look at Fister, but a friend of mine had a set of car graphic, uh, and they were actually designed for the old Tipper as well. So it, it was it was it was a no-brainer. So um, the whole exhaust has actually been done. But my favourite mod, and you will love this because I know you want to set, I put a set of Recaro pole position. Seats oh into God! My car. Your
0: favourite. <laughs> <laughs> you you obviously heard the the conversation we had last week.
1: Uh, I always 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 re ended someone laughing when I was in the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's look, it's a, it's a. I, I just, I've always loved put the, put yeah. just the, the look and the feel of the seat, and I get it. I absolutely get it. Some people, it might, it, it they do cross over to more of a track seat but they're actually believe it or not they're actually designed for the larger gentlemen uh, and is actually, that right i didn't know yeah, that yeah yeah they are they're, 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 the ricardo designed them to just to be a street seat that is for fat races like, <laughs> yeah for, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, I, I they fit just just nicely so i, I and that was, a, that was a, i look it was a you know I, I think i had a little bonus at work and my wife said to me go on, you treat yourself and i thought I'm going to put pole positions in this car, and it, it broke up the 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 sea of Savannah. <laughs> in my car as well. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it broke it up nicely. So, um, well, and actually, those yes. 996
0: seats aren't the best. I mean, they they look like Porsche seats. Yeah, They've got the style, yeah. but I I always felt that they were a little bit too high, and they just weren't quite they just yes. weren't quite right. They weren't quite molded properly. So to get yourself super a super slidy.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, Yeah, super slidey. I think the leather you—it's like a—it's like it's like a bench seat. It, it was sort of a remar- marked difference as well. Sitting in a, a seat that connects you to the car, you feel right. everything through these, and they're, they're pretty comfortable. I mean, oh, we've done seven or eight hours um, on some of our rallies the first day, and, and I, I first time I stepped out of these, I thought, well, my back's going to be." You no, know, I stepped out fresh as a daisy because they do—they really support you. So that was, uh, yeah, that was that was a that was a little treat, um, but I did laugh. Yeah. I heard you comment. <laughs> uh, was, well, I'm glad you tackles. didn't
0: rear end who was in front of
1: you. <laughs> I think it was a KN as well. I mean, a real that'd be ironic. That would have been um, a bummer. <laughs> and then the last thing, probably the most important thing, which we'll touch on, is the Tiptronic, which was the I, when I bought the nine nine six. I I I I didn't really know much about 911s you know, you're know, you if venturing into this for the first time and I knew it was Tiptronic and I I, I know from, uh, from from past that I've driven uh, a couple of Audis fast Audis which have the same sort of gearbox and I had no problems yeah. with it so when I bought a Tiptronic everyone was oh you got a Tiptronic and I um it didn't take me long to realize that these ridiculous stupid little buttons on the steering <laughs> wheel what is all that yeah. about yeah <laughs> yeah mid corner you know you're, you're, yeah those, it's I like know. origami you've got <laughs> it's Ridiculous. so, so I, I went I don't know if you've ever seen that some people have put the AMG paddles at the back of the yes. steering wheel mm-hmm. yep. mm, which does work and it, it certainly helps it but I found that um My fingers were catching these paddles at the back and they looked they looked a bit odd at the back of the steering wheel and Yeah. So I decided, well, is there any other options? And a friend of mine posted something on WhatsApp of these carbon fiber paddles, proper paddles. You
0: had me at carbon fiber
1: yeah i know <laughs> no, These are <they're> beautiful <laughs> japanese uh with a momo mod 7 steering wheel when i looked in the background i thought that's a 996 it's a tiptronic so uh we we found out it was a company called bell's work um the japanese okay. and they su- they supply the the japanese touring cars you know the um is it jdm over there that the, the the racing series okay so so i located the I located to say it took me about a month you would have laughed i mean it would have made about five of your videos how long it took you to figure <laughs> out how to fit them? but I've transformed the way the tiptronic now works it actually has quite a nice click and and it's it, you feel much more engaged with the box and you can double yeah. click and it'll drop down two gears it's not pdk fast although I'm going to say this. I think PDK is actually too fast. It takes a little bit of the involvement in the driving. It's so fast. You're breaking up.
0: I can't hear you. You're
1: breaking. (laughs) What? Wait. What? (laughs) Uh, PDK. It's like a rifle, isn't it? You. You. Uh, I drove. Actually, drove Andy's car. His nine nine one. A few months back, and it was like three gears ahead of me. It was. It was just. Oh my god! It's already done it. It Yeah. Electrically fast. It was so so fast. Well, this is a little bit more 1990s. <laughs> it's like I
0: oh, I, it I don't I don't want to bring this I, I don't want to bring this round to like a, a gun debate. Um, but you know, I live in America. Guns are a thing. Um, I actually fired firearms in the UK. I, I was uh, in the army cadets for a while. But to me, the difference between the Tiptronic and the um, and the PDK is like the semi-automatic versus the full auto. It's like, once you fire a full <laughs> auto, it's like, what? Why would I want anything
1: else? I just want to pull say,
0: the trigger and let it rip. I thought you were
1: going to say full auto in a catapult. Well, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at it. I know, it's an old gearbox. But it's a, one thing about the Tiptronic. I think they're made by Mercedes. Yeah. And they're totally bulletproof. They're... they're you know, if anything's going to go, it's going to be the engine. You very, very rarely hear of a, of a Tiptronic packing up. They're, they're, so they can take quite a lot of stick as well, but you have to drive around it, and it's part of the car. And I even, you know, you can convert them um, from Tiptronic to manual, but there's a whole lot of fabrication yeah. involved. And, and to me, the car is the car. I kind of, It I is. I actually kind, kind of like it a Tiptronic. People look at it. Couple of months ago, we were out with the, with our guys on Sunday, and there was two 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 guys were standing looking at my car. And the chap, when I walked over, said, "Have you converted this to PDK?" Because I had the paddles. Oh. I, said, nah. I, him, I Said no. I told him, was a It's it's a it's a it's a tipper. Once a tipper, always a tipper." <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't mind. And then sometimes I drive into the city, and it's can't beat it in the city it's yeah you know, it's that's just, true it, it, it does its thing so.
0: so tell me about um tell me about flat six affair this uh i i think I've, I've i came across your instagram before i came across andy before andy told me about his mate alan who's got flat six affair. I was like wait connection <laughs> awesome
1: yeah look at it when i got the car i i thought look i'll create this little um instagram account as you do just to follow the progress yeah um and originally there were lots of shots to start off with there was lots of shots of the the cars and coffees or if you saw anything on the street i take a quick shot of it take a shot of mine and it just developed from there when i the 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 gang that i drive with just now a bunch of brilliant guys there's about 20 of us in our group 18 20 it's it grows um and they're just the best guys The, the, the 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 if you wanted to go out with a bunch of guys for a weekend, this is the this is the group to go with. We just seem to all get on so well. Andy's, okay. the, Andy's the glue. There's Andy and Rocco, I, I think that's fair to say. He's the glue that keeps <laughs> us all together. He, he arranges these rallies that we go on. And yeah, once I started driving with these guys, and they're some of the cars that they've got. Oh my good lord! There's some beautiful cars, beautiful cars, and. Uh, uh, I started photographing these guys access to these amazing cars. And in a past life I was a, a landscape was my thing. I, I was a landscape photographer. Also okay. did sports photography back in Edinburgh. So I've always had a camera close. And it James, it just developed from there. It's um I, I, I was never wasn't chasing followers, but um you start putting up images of these cars and it just took well, off from there.
0: And I was gonna say, it's not like you're the average sort of point and shoot kind of photographer. You look at, you look at your Instagram and and this is the stuff that you see on the cover of magazines. This is the stuff that, no, seriously, this is the stuff that people want to print (laughs) out and like put um, floor to ceiling on their wall, or at least certainly I do. Um, You know, how, how much of, how much of your work is um, sort of planned? How much of it is the equipment you use and how much of it is your wizardry in Photoshop? Ah, there's a,
1: look, there's a bit of everything. I, 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 I think I, I discovered a few photographers in that industry a couple of years ago who totally inspired. You know, I was inspired when I, when I looked at their work. Um, yeah, Amy Shore. Do you know, Amy Shore. She's a British. Um, oh my God! Look up Amy Shore on okay. um, Instagram, and she's a professional. She all she does is Goodwood and all these historics. She has this absolute beautiful style of um, capturing the moment, and it's not. Sometimes it's it's not the car; it's the details of. Or the people as well and i am also try and capture the the owners as well because it's, it's all part of this whole culture um yeah. and there's a there's a, a melbourne photographer alex tenfold i think he's he's based in the us now and he's just beautiful work as well starting to realize that you've got to develop a almost the style you know you've got to go and yeah I, I, halfway through my instagram account you'll see i went from this sort of matte look to where I am now, which is much more yeah. punchy in colours, and I try to get as much detail in the shadows to bring the car out. So it, there is a little bit of work on Photoshop. I, certainly if the image is really good. I, I, I can now spend an hour on it before, I, before I'll post it. Um, it's getting that balance of not overdoing it, but you've also got to cook it a little bit just to make yeah. the image pop. Um, so, and I'm a designer. My, my my job is a designer. I'm, I, I I do that for a living anyway. So I'm, I'm right. I live in the world of Adobe. So <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm not familiar to to, to layers or, or or taking an image and just and just just boosting it. But it, it, it's it's yeah. You've got to get another angle. This is so you know what Instagram is like. You just put it nine eleven on Instagram, and you'll get. 50,000 of the same image you know people just and all they're gonna do is take a step back and lower themselves and suddenly they get a different image it's just (laughs) you've just got to try and think about how you're how you're capturing the car as well so and i love it i i i I think i put a post up actually a couple of weeks ago that that, my recaro was it was basically an expensive camera holder because no one's ever sat in it it's just usually the camera (laughs) just sitting there so yeah that's it's it's I, I, I Added like, these cars, they give you. You know, you, 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 you meet people, you build friendships, you get involved in yeah. the culture. And an added bonus for me was I've got this hobby of uh, that I get a get a photograph of these cars, these beautiful cars, and develop something, uh, oh, and it turned that's... into flat six affair.
0: They're just they're just absolutely incredible. Like I think there's um there's one of your nine nine six which is on a wet surface outside of a warehouse or something, and you can see a perfect mirror image of it in the water. That
1: that I I don't know. I know that image. I know that. If that's real or
0: not, but that is just breathtaking the way that one looks. And the other one is, I think it's pretty recent. You you had a red, I want to say a nine nine one, and I don't even think the background was particularly interesting, but the contrast between the sort of the black background and the tarmac and this uh, red, yes. bright red nine eleven. is just stunning.
1: I think it is a nine nine one. Yeah, that 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 was actually. Um, I, you probably saw Andy's video that we did a track day. Yeah. Um, down in Phillip Island and uh, it poured with rain, but these huge storm clouds came over. And these colours were just, and the background was this dark blue, and the, the, especially the reds and the oranges. There's also one further up of uh friend's beautiful Zanzibar GT3, which he's just picked up and that car, in that light. You was that the yellow one? one? Uh, no, it's Zanzibar, it's an orangey, red oh. Yeah, the yellow one was the one that Andy mentioned rocked up on a flatbed. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> i don't think they, i think i went out once and then it rained and then they just sat yeah i know for water. oh my god oh my god oh that, that's there, the exact car
0: wet. i drove recently in, in atlanta oh. that, that's the one i drove the yellow the the generation oh, oh it was so good absolutely incredible
1: what a machine what and the presence that thing has on the roads oh. it's yeah I know, it's just, and I, I haven't seen the new one, the 992 GT3 yet. I'm, I am hanging out to see that thing. I think it's one of these cars that, and, and the press have sort of said that visually it doesn't look that great. You know, I think it looks amazing. I think when you see the new GT3 on the road, you're going to stop. It's going to stop traffic. Oh, so yeah.
0: And uh, the, w- w- when have the press ever been right, especially recently?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're absolutely. They're just wrong. <laughs> absolutely so so that gt3 you drove what was yeah. your first thing? when you when, when you pulled off when you realized what was the f- I, I know it's power i know this power and handling but what was the one thing that, that made you go oh my good lord this is what a gt3 feels like
0: it was the carbon fiber bucket seats and i think my out loud expression was i've got to get my fat ass on a treadmill they were so <laughs> so uncomfortable <laughs> Yeah. Nearly, nearly ruined the experience for me. Actually, when I realised I'd spent all that money to sit in a GT3, and they were going to put me in like a medieval tortured device for for an hour, um, they were awful. Those seats were awful. Um, I've got no interest in sitting in them again. In fact, I still probably have bruises on either side of my cheeks from just the, the sheer pain of trying to squeeze my six foot seven, three hundred pound frame in there. Um, oh wow,
1: oh I'm man. six foot.
0: One in a bit. I'm pretty six
1: foot seven. Oh, you poor thing! Just forget it.
0: Which and also, I did that after the Turbo S, and sitting in the Turbo S was like sitting in the Starship Enterprise in in like you know Kirk's chair, which is obviously going to be completely baller. It was so comfortable (coughs) and it was so amazing. And then I was like, okay, great. I'm now going to sit in my favorite car. Ow! So that was my first impression. But in 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 all seriousness, as soon as I fired up that engine. Everything that I just experienced in the Turbo S, just like in through one ear, out the other. Yeah. It was just it was dead to me. Yeah. Just firing up that engine and hearing the sound. Oh it's special. So good. Yeah. And and the, the delivery of the power instant, and uh, I think I don't know, it would be like difference from I don't know, going to like a, a, a rock concert versus, you know, going and dancing to house music. I d I, I don't know, it's just it was the gravel, <laughs> yeah. the sort of the grit. Yeah. And, man, I love it
1: raw but yet totally engineered and refined yeah if that was any other if it was dare i say if that was if you get into that sort of type of car that's maybe got a prancing horse and comes from italy yeah it, it, it it would be it's a completely different game they still have to this balance of making a car that's just feels so engineered and safe and fast and It's it's only I think only Porsche maybe Mercedes can do it as well, but there's only a few manufacturers that can do that. Take a car absolutely to the limit, and yet still feel engineered and everything's where it should be. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing cars. If yeah, GTs are absolutely amazing cars. Not the kind of thing you want to daily drive, I reckon. No, well,
0: I I think the first generation nine nine one I would happily daily drive, and in just the regular sports seats. That second generation 991, it was it was harder, it was stiffer, it, and the seats, you know, kill me. I'd never want to daily drive in those seats. I never want to sit in those seats again. But you know, I think about the GT cars. It's almost like it's a Gordon Ramsay, Michelin star bacon sandwich. <laughs>
1: You had me at Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> well, there you go. It's
0: it's fancy, it's refined. You know that it's going to be absolutely top quality. But at the yeah, end of the day, yeah, yeah. you're still getting the thrill of that bacon sandwich, yeah, maybe with brown sauce yeah. on. Give it to me. Absolutely, I want
1: it. absolutely. And I, I'm I'm intrigued about the um the new GT two that's coming out. The the, the, the they've had um. Is it the GT2 or GT3 RS? No, the RS. Sorry, the new GT3 RS. The 992. Yes. They've had they've had quite a few clips now of spy footage on the on the ring. Yeah. And it has the, it has this. It looks like the door to my study on the back. Of the wing. <laughs> it's know. the biggest wing up, I'm intrigued. Are they, are they actually? Is this going to hit the road with something that big on the back?
0: Unbelievable. Bring it on. <laughs> because when I first saw the GT3, the 992 GT3. I thought that was the RS version, and I just missed the regular GT3 because the wing is so big. Yeah. Um, yes, but, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that recently as well. It kind of looks like something on the back of a Tim Burton Batman
1: movie. You know, it's just yeah. Yeah. massive, it absolutely massive. Dare, dare I say, it actually even looked a little bit, oh, oh, it's a bit a bit, a bit odd. But, you know what, it, again, when you see it in the flesh, you will be, oh, my God, that is just yeah. amazing. And then the two rings coming out, I think, in a couple of months. That'll be interesting true. to see what it looks like without the wing. Yeah. Um, yeah they're just awesome cars i think you you, you if you're if you're whether you're into air cooled or you know vintage porsches if you're a porsche guy you you have to respect that gt range it's just oh definitely it, it's it's just yeah it's just and it, and yeah my lottery tickets come in i think i'd have I think it'd be a 997 GT3. I think that would be mine. Oh really? I was series, just about to ask you through. what would it be if money was no object. Yeah. What would it be? Oh, money no object. Um, yeah. or oh, no, no object. It, absolute no object. It would be a Carrera GT with that wooding knob and that V10 out the back. Oh my good lord! <laughs> yeah. Fair, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. But. Uh, from a realistic point of view, I like the 911 R. The the you know the with the red stripes. Yeah. Something about that car that oh. is just special.
0: Yeah, really nice. Mm. In fact, there's one of those in the Twin Cities here where I live, and I've seen it at Cars and Coffee a couple of times. Um, and it's that and the the second generation 991 GT3 Touring. I think are two of the mm. the most incredible 911s released maybe in the past 20 years. Yes, they're yeah. just absolutely phenomenal, the performance, the refinement, the styling, yeah. the drive, everything is just, they're perfect 911s in many respects. Yeah, they
1: are, they're beautiful, even that uh, the, the the fabric on the seats, that hound tooth This gives a little, there's a question, go... money no object, air cooled, because you would have to have a couple of air cooled, what would you go for for an air cooled if you had money no object?
0: If money was absolutely no object, then I would have Porsche custom build me a 993 Turbo, but to have it spec'd as the size of the 991, so it would be it would be the 993 and in in yeah. every respect but they'd like yeah. go into Photoshop and increase that image size by like 120%. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to bring it into that size. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you can get a yeah. body kit for the 992. They'll just, they just do that. Just put a body kit on the 992, a 993 yeah. body kit. On the <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'd, I'd be
0: pretty happy with that. But I think, I think that would be the case. Um, there, there's something about the 993 generation that uh, I, I feel like at least Aesthetically, they sort of mm. they perfected it. The the nine six four was really close. I really like mm. and Andy's yeah. you know, that green and the gold ah. wheels. Ah. The nine six four generation, fantastic. But yeah, there's something really special about the nine nine three to me. And and maybe that was because, you know, that was just sort of as, as I was uh, growing up. Yes,
1: yeah, that bad um, boys was it bad boys Did they have that nine nine three turbo look.
0: So that I think actually technically that was a nine six four. It was the 964 right turbo, yeah, but it was right. it was like the year or two before they released the 993. Yeah, um, but yeah. Just some something about that 993 generation I love. It's sleek. I, it's I, still the 911. It's a bit bigger. It's a little bit more modern.
1: Yeah, one of my friends has got a, a stunning 993 wide bodied in this beautiful silvery blue color, and I, I've been honored to actually have a little shot of this beast of a car. And I, I, I reckon I photographed this car about a thousand times. It is absolutely gorgeous. But, but, this is where Andy's rubbing off of me. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I there's something about the 964. And Andy's 964 is absolutely, he's got that car singing. It is beautiful. Really? It's such a beautiful looking car. Yeah. But the Money No Object, I think I'd have a 964 RS. There's something Ooh. about that RS. Yeah. Which is really, and a, a few weeks ago, around the corner from my work, I, I went for a walk. And I walked down the street, and there's a there's a there's a panel shop, a body shop, and right. out the front was a red uh, 9, 964 RS, and I thought it was a clone. I thought, oh wow! And then it, this is the real McCoy. Just wow! And the owner came out, and I, I really up speaking to the chap the, the chap who owned it, you realise just how special that car is, It, it is and it's just beautiful. So maybe a 964 RS would be pretty cool. Just to piss Andy off that I've got one and he doesn't, <laughs> that'd also be quite
0: good. <laughs> Forget him, just key, just key his door.
1: Um,
0: I, I'm sure that happens in Scotland, it happens in Liverpool. Uh, so, now, yeah, is it that, does
1: happen in Edinburgh.
0: Is that RS the one with the whale tail, or does it have a duck tail?
1: Uh, or, or neither? Not neither, I think. Oh, that's a good question, actually.
0: Because uh, there was a, there was a variant...
1: That's it. it was no tail. No, no tail, tail. I okay. Because
0: yeah. there was I'm not sure if Singer have added it to the to the nine that they've they've been working on. Um but I, I saw an RS like nine six four recently with that very sort of subtle duck tail on the back and with its wide body and the thick rims The thick tires, it just yeah. looked mean as hell. Yeah, really mean go. as hell. Yeah, yes. What's the uh, Porsche market like in Australia? I mean, you guys, you're you're all alone on that massive continent. Shipping stuff in and out is expensive. You've got taxes. Um, what's it like as yeah. a car enthusiast in Australia?
1: It it, it has. It, look, uh, to be very honest, uh, when it comes to the buying and selling, it's not really my thing. I'm not really. Um, but the, Your car the guys thief. in our group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I, I don't sure. buy or sell cars. <laughs> it's in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> but the market over here has gone bonkers. It has, in the last year, it has gone absolutely crazy. You've seen um, uh, um, three-leader um, Carreras that, are, that w- would, would have... Being about 100 grand about two or three years ago. Now they're, they're 160, 170, 180, <sighs> and, and, and upwards. G- 996 GT3s with a two in front of it. Wow. Um, and this is all ha- this has all happened since COVID. It's just gone absolutely ballistic. Uh-huh. Um, the only thing that hasn't gone ballistic, I think, is 996 Tiptronics. They may have gone down. <laughs> Typically. Eh? Welcome to my world. Oh, Booger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's and um, of course you're absolutely right Our taxes over here are it's a, it's a small price to pay but we do we we're heavily taxed um whether you buy a car or import a car and they just seem to be you look at some of the prices you see in the US and it's just oh my gosh it wow but yeah. I know it's all relative but sure they are still still quite pricey over here as well and if you have Is something that- special well Is
0: there an inventory though? Like, uh, you know, if you go and look in the used car market, are there dozens and dozens and dozens of Porsches, regardless of how much they are, or do they come up every every you know every once in a while? I'm always amazed here in the U.S. Even right now, inventories are pretty low, but you go on the used car market, there are literally thousands of
1: 911s available. We don't have thousands, but we. uh... Every week there's something new and interesting comes up. The the market does, we've got a thing called car sales over here, which is the main platform for selling cars. And um, there'll be a number in there just now. There's always something to to, to buy and something to sell, but nowhere on the scale that we have in, in, in the US. And if something special comes up, sometimes it, it it doesn't even hit car sales, it's you know it's wow. it's it's it boom it's gone some someone will buy it through either through one of the Facebook forums or through other another platform that it, it'll it, it really is a community and culture over here where someone knows someone everyone yeah. knows each other and if, Someone even mentions, I'm thinking of selling. Boof! It's it's wow. it's like wildfire. And, and a number of my friends have bought cars like that that, that didn't even make the market. They wow. just got a sniff that someone's thinking of buying, and bang! Next thing you know, they they have picked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's I don't think there's many other car you know makes that have that sort of response when they come onto the market. It um, is it is
0: pretty incredible. Just. Uh... The, what the sort of Porsche brand carries. I mean, of course, there are dozens of car brands out there that have got huge followings, but um, there seems to be some kind of mystique or or maybe Porsche enthusiasts sort of live in this slightly... Yes. ...German yeah. flag-coloured bubble. But there's always something yeah. special about the the, the the Porsche brand, the style, the name, um, the headlights. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is, but it's, it's sort of ingrained yeah. in our culture as... The pinnacle of engineering the pinnacle of cool
1: very interesting point as well because i have had i've had bmws i've had i've never had a mercedes or alfa romeo they're the two brands I've, I've never ever had but i had just about everything else i have never had a car this is the first car that truly i can park at the shops and nip in for a coffee and when i come out there's a good chance someone's standing beside it looking in it or someone will come uh-huh. up to me and ask me about it and uh, and they're generally interested. You know, the its it, it's, its its they know it's an older portion, and, um, and I, 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 I'm, I'm happy to talk to them as well. I love that. I really do like the fact that people seem to love the car. You know, that the, yeah. the you do get the odds, you know, yeah, you do get the odds. The traffic lights—you get people looking at you, and I get it all the time but they fly off as if you're going <laughs> to give them a race. And it's, it, 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 it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that, mate. You you go for it. You absolutely yeah, go yeah. for it. Uh, but I do love the, I love what the car has brought to me. This little group of friends that I had, I didn't four or five years ago. I didn't have this. Yeah. Now I've got this. You know, this group of friends that we, we when we go off when we can on on a, on a on a Sunday blast, and then once or twice a year we go off for the weekend, and it's it's yeah. we're like twenty kids. It's like Christmas. You know, the week yeah, before. Yeah. How many sleeps? What are you doing to your car? Oh, what yeah. are you? Yeah, that's what it's like and in the morning off when we all arrive we're just like buzzing little kids here we go it's, <laughs> I, I, and I, I think life's full of pressures work's busy you've got family yeah. congratulations to you number three oh, thank you long. all all that pressure you need an outlet and this yeah to me this Porsche community is the best outlet that, that, that I've found yeah Um. I love it just absolutely love
0: it I, l- I love it too and it's my mm. wife constantly reminds me and thanks me it's better than hookers and blow so i am <laughs> fine with my porsche addiction <laughs> if that's you if that's know, my wife's perspective yeah i'll take yeah. it i'll take it I, I, james never argue never
1: argue exactly never go back and say no it's not i mean <laughs> yeah, she's got a good point
0: <laughs> oh, she's awesome she's uh, a treasure the the the, yeah. the mother of my three children,
1: <laughs> mouth of
0: a sailor. Um, what was I going to ask you? Uh, you made me think of um... oh yeah. So car culture. Well, one of the one of my favorite things uh, about owning a Porsche is like coming out of the, the grocery store and not seeing adults looking at the car, but seeing kids. Uh, and th- yeah. there are so many times when I'm like I'm coming out of the the, the food store or I'm, I'm at Cars and Coffee and there'll be a, a six-year-old or an eight-year-old or a 10-year-old, what have you, and he's with his dad or his mom, and he's, like, looking in through the glass, and he's a little shy. I will go up to those kids, and I will hand them my key and be like, hey, go sit in it. they'll good like, on you. And, you know, they'll look at their parents, like, to ask for permission, and, I'm like, and they'll be like, are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, please. Because when I was that age, and especially growing up in Liverpool, you know... <laughs> a handful of people had Porsches and the chances of any of those Porsche owners letting a teenage scally sit in his Porsche 911,
1: forget it. Zero, <laughs>
0: absolutely zero. Yeah. And I, I would not have, you know, done anything other than just sit in that car and sit there with wonder. Um, but I never had that opportunity because the people who own the cars wouldn't let me do that. Um, yeah, so good I, I will go out of my way to, even my kids, I mean, obviously my kids will want to sit in there and I'll fire it up, but um, especially kids when I go out I'm out and about. Any time any kid wants to sit in my car and fire it up and listen to the mm-hmm. exhaust, mate, just take my keys. Enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah, good on you as well. But that's a—it's a memory that 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 child will have. That they, they'll, they'll, they'll that's probably you're probably converting a future Porsche driver <laughs> <in> twenty years' nights <laughs> when they're driving when they're driving their full electric nine eleven. It yeah. could be from that one moment of just making a connection. They knew that that was special, and you let them sit in there with the steering wheel and the – I love it. I've got a school, actually, top of my uh, around the corner, top, top of the hill. There's, there's a primary school, and I sometimes work from home, and I'll I'll, I'll I'll jump in the car and go and grab a coffee, a little treat. Um, and as I come back, if the, if the playground out right in the playground, and I drive along the – Kids run up to the to the fence, and you hear them shouting. Woo! They just because they know it's a Porsche, they know it's something. Yeah. And of course, I go a little bit. I go a little bit slow, and I drop a little gear, and just to get the exhaust to rasp a little bit. And <laughs> just, uh, yeah, Given that thrill, such a, such a buzz as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 definitely the car. It's the, even at that age, they know that it's it's something special. It's something, they do something. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit of, a little bit of heritage there
0: well so before we close this out I've got to ask you especially you know being a being a, a Scot abroad what are the three things you miss from Scotland and what are the three things that you've now come to love about Australia that you cannot live without
1: oh that's a great question
0: and I don't, don't say it. Iron Brew
1: <laughs> no I wouldn't not a massive fan of Iron Brew how many people right now are googling Iron Brew <laughs> I know right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, I can number one thing about miss for Scotland is I come from Edinburgh, the capital of Scotland. Uh, have you been to Edinburgh?
0: I did some work you, actually in Dunfermline, so I used to stay in Edinburgh. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, you know what a stunning city it is. And, it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. You, you, you. you my, my parents live to the east of Edinburgh, so we get the train into Edinburgh, and you walk up the stairs at Waverley, and you're surrounded in this history, thousands of years, and then you've got this unbelievable castle. You look up to it. Every time, uh, I, I, that, I just yeah. miss that view, that that, yeah. that beautiful view. I, of course, got, I've got a lot of friends and family. My my, my sisters and both my parents are still uh, still back in, in, in the UK, so of course I miss that. And right just now, it's a, quite a difficult period with this lockdown yeah. get, getting back. Um, what's the other thing that I miss about... Uh, I actually miss the... <laughs> this is, sounds strange, but I actually miss the, the Dark Nights. And, and, and in the UK, as you'll know, the light goes off in about, you turn round and you look, and it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> boom, it goes dark. And I yeah. kind of miss that, that rugging up, wearing scarves. And, oh, yeah. You know, the frost on the ground. Yeah. What I love about living in Australia, you know, you got to love the weather. The weather is, yeah. And I mean, look, we, we we're in the middle of winter just now, and it's pretty cold. But um, we get, Melbourne really does get, seasons yeah. okay. and, and 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 the weather here you plan something you've got a good chance you're gonna it's gonna happen because the weather is just fantastic uh uh the lifestyle the, the, you heard this thing about the australian light and there really is they have public holiday and everyone goes away and does stuff and you're expected to have a barbecue or friend i just love that absolutely love how 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 how, how open the people of Australia are—you know—you're oh, invited nice. to all sorts. Of, yeah, it is absolutely is. Um, I, the I've got to say it's the yeah the roads over here. We've got <laughs> some of the best road, and that literally, um, I can I can leave my house in five minutes. I'm I'm in the the Yarra Valley. These fantastic little twisty roads, and then oh, you get up nice. to the Alpine Al, the Alpine ranges where we go, and these are. It's just like a, it's like Christmas. The roads are just amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could go on. I mean, this, I've been here twenty years, and I have no intention <laughs> of going home. But this is my home. I I, I, I could go on, but um. Yeah. But yeah, you're never going to lose just...
0: that accent. You never. I, nah, I, obviously, nah. you're not. Give us your best but Mel say... Gibson freedom. Give us your oh, best no, Braveheart. No,
1: no. <laughs> I can do it. I do a mean Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> They say they could take the boy out of Scotland, but you can't take Scotland out of the boy.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty true for a lot of places in the UK. Definitely true for Liverpool. (laughs) Well, Alan, thank you so much for coming on.
1: But yeah, this has been a hoot, an absolute hoot.
0: I'm really glad you came on.
1: All right, thank you, mate. Take care, all the best.
0: Well, guys, thanks for checking in. That's another podcast in the can. That was a lot of fun, speaking with a, uh, a fellow Brit, a Scott no less. Um, you've got to check out Alan's uh, Instagram, flat 6 affair. He has got some absolutely top quality visuals on there. Um, I would say very much in the same kind of league with uh, Drew from uh, Cool Collective. Those guys have got some incredible crazy talent and uh just scrolling through their instagrams is uh is really nice to do so uh yeah check out alan thanks for checking in again i hope you're well staying safe get out and drive more content coming soon i'm going to be working on my mods this weekend my sport front bumper Uh, i've got parts arriving from uh, Goudin porsche parts and suncoast parts to pull that thing together um my steering wheel should be back any day now just, there's just too many mods to do where where will i find the time all right i'm cutting out now have a great weekend bye